Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this week we are continuing our Lindsay Lohan series with Herbie Fully Loaded. Yes. And I'm sorry, but not even Lindsay could save this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this came out June 19th, 2005. 2005? Really? I feel like this was so much later. Because for some reason I did not, maybe it's just a bad movie, because I did not care about it as a child. I mean, it's about cars. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't appeal to me. Also, For some reason, I feel like I did see this in theaters, but I think it was more of just, like, a friend invited me to, and it was, like, the summer, so I had nothing better to do. Also, I was surprised that, like, Lindsay is literally, like, a post-grad college student. hmm Like, I mean, like, I know she was, like, older at the time, but she was still playing teenagers in 2005. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's set in the summer. She could have been in high school for, like, the story's purpose, but... Yeah. Uh, we've got a star-studded cast, honestly. Uh, so obviously we have Lindsay. Um, Dad is played by Michael Keaton. Uh, I did not realize he was in this movie. <laughs> That's why he looks so familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Michael Keaton. Um, I've recently become a Michael Keaton stan. I've watched a lot of things with Michael Keaton in them, and I'm like, this is really good. <laughs> um, among the things that he's done, uh, he has been it. he is Beetlejuice. Which still amazes me. <laughs> um, he was Tim Burton's Batman. He was the voice of Chick Hicks in Cars. Um, he was the voice of Ken in Toy Story 3. Uh, he was in The Other Guys, Birdman, Spotlight, The Founder, Spider-Man Homecoming, Worth, The Trial of the Chicago 7, and Dope Sick. I recently watched Dope Sick. I very much enjoyed it. Um, next we have Matt Dillon who was a part of all of our sexual awakenings in middle school when he played Dally in The Outsiders. Um, he Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> he was also in, he's just a movie guy. He's in Wild Things, There's Something About Mary, Crash, You, Me, and Dupree, and Girl Most Likely. Um, Brecken Meyer, who plays Ray Jr. Uh, you probably know him as uh, the stoner from Clueless. <laughs> He was also in The Craft, uh, the classic movie Rat Race, and the TV show Franklin and Bash with Zach Morris. Um, Justin Long, who plays Kevin, one of his first roles was actually uh, opposite Britney Spears in Crossroads. Uh, he's also in uh, the Jeepers Creepers movies, Dodgeball, The Breakup, Accepted, Idiocracy. He was the voice of Alvin and the Chipmunks in the live action Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> he was Alvin. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he's just not that into you. Go in the distance. Mom, Tusk, which is a movie I've never seen, but I did look up the synopsis, and I don't recommend it. And then he also played Paul in New Girl. He is one of those famous people who I get confused with somebody else. Uh, I'm gonna make a, a PowerPoint for our PowerPoint parties about this sometime. That all the celebrities who get confused? Yes, I get him confused. All of confused. Ryan Murphy's black guys? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, absolutely. I get him confused with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I just feel like they mm. kind of look alike. I, they give off the same vibe. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like if you told me he was the main person from 500 Days of Summer, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Mm. Well, he did star opposite Zoe Deschanel in New Girl. <laughs> there you go. And they played a couple. Um, Sally is played by Cheryl Hines, who I know as the mom from RV, the uh, Robin Williams movie, but she's probably better known for being in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, she's also been in Scrubs, A Bad Mom's Christmas, and Fresh Off the Boat. Um, Jimmy Simpson, who plays Crash, he was one, he is one of the McPoyle brothers in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. 
Uh, he's one of those guys who's been in everything. He's also been in Zodiac, Date Night, Party Down, How I Met Your Mother, Psych, House of Cards, This Is Us, the USS Callister episode of Black Mirror, and Westworld. And then Thomas Lennon, who plays the one guy's trip <laughs> trip's brother i always recognize him from two things for as ned from 17 again and as joey's identical hand twin in friends he is also one of uh matthew mcconaughey's little groupies in 10 thing uh, how to lose a guy in 10 10 yeah. days because i just watched that this weekend and i was like hey is that guy yeah, he, uh, that, that is, it. he's one of those guys who's literally been in everything, uh, that, Memento, Hancock, Party Down, New Girl, Dark Knight Rises, How I Met Your Mother, Were the Millers, Hot in Cleveland, The Goldbergs, Modern Family, Supergirl, and one of the main characters of Reno 911, just to name a few. He also co-wrote the screenplay of this movie. Look at him. Amazing. That's all I have for people. Yep. I honestly forgot that that was something we do, but <laughs> you usually have it covered, so. I do. It'll drive me crazy if I don't. <laughs> if I don't point out where I know everyone from. <laughs> All right. Shall we begin? Yeah. We start off the movie with a montage of, uh, we learn about Herbie. And Herbie is this little VW beetle. And um, he's just, he's a race car, apparently. And he wins all of these races. There's, like, four other movies before this. They're, like, older this movies. This is, like, technically a remake, or, like, a reboot or yeah. something from the Herbie the Love Bug series from, like, the 60s or whatever. Yeah, so they're just kind of going over that, and it's like, oh, Herbie's winning everything. Oh, my God. But, oh, no, he, like, he starts scales losing. scales the mountains and fights bulls and swims and parties at Studio 54. <laughs> and falls in love and goes to make out on, like, make out point. But yeah, he, as we all do, he starts getting older. Uh, He doesn't win as much as he used to. Um, So people just kind of cast him aside. And now we see that he lives at the junkyard, forgotten. Yep. He's getting, yeah, dropped off at the junkyard. And uh, we can see that Herbie, like, has emotions. Uh, so he looks concerned. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> his like, his little how, headlights will, Yeah, like... his headlights are his eyes, and then his, like, front bumper is, like, his mouth, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to point out, I didn't mention this in the, in the people, but the truck driver who's driving Herbie to the lot played Barney the security guard on the Amanda Show. Very nice. And every time I see him, I'm like, that's the security guard from the Amanda <laughs> Show. Yeah, so, uh, he's getting dropped off, and Crazy Dave, who is the owner of the junkyard, is insulting Herbie. He's like, look at this pile of junk. He's gonna go in the smasher. And the driver of, like, the truck is like, oh, it was really hard to get the car on here. It's like he doesn't want to be here. And Crazy Dave's like, what do you mean? It's a car. Um, so, I don't know. Hijinks ensues. Herbie spills oil on them and doesn't want to get pulled off of the truck, but eventually he does get pulled off the truck. Half this movie is just Herbie, like, injuring people. Yeah, it's supposed to be funny, but again, we've said it time and time again, we don't really find physical comedy funny, unless it is funny. Right. But this isn't funny. Unless it's coming from Raven Baxter. I'm not gonna find it funny. Not even Raven, like, I've, I've seen some physical comedy that's funny, but it's not this. Yeah. And I don't think I ever found this funny. Like, it's not even, like, America's Funniest Home Videos when, like, somebody falls down the steps or something. I never really found those funny either. Listen, those aren't usually funny, but, like, if somebody, like, shows you something. If it happens in real life. Like, I watched Kelly. (laughs) Uh, Kelly and our roommate, Maddie, 
both have like a step or two that lead down in her, into her room, into their rooms. And I watched Kelly completely miss a step and just fall straight down to the floor. And I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> something about that that's funny in real life or like, again, like somebody you know, but in movies, not as funny. It's It never works. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Dave gets angry and he's like, I'm gonna send you to the crusher. So then we cut to Maggie's graduation. Yeah, and, at first uh, I assumed this was high school graduation, but no. No, okay, because they're like in front of a building. There's like 20 people in the audience in folding chairs and there's like five kids graduating. Well, what's her major? Maybe she has a small major. Maybe she's a, f- well, we know it has to do something with communications because she well, has a job. Well, it's probably like sports journalism or Like broadcast or journalism or something yeah. because she has a job lined up to be a producer at ESPN in yeah. New York. Like, okay. So there's probably not a lot. But like, okay, ESPN, okay, they're probably. Not to say, not to doubt Maggie's uh, skills and talents, but they probably had to fill a quota because well, I don't trust. Also, them. I mean, her she'll cover NASCAR. She she knows that her family's in the sporting world, in so. the NASCAR world. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Maggie is late, and because she's not like most girls, she comes to graduation on a skateboard. She's also wearing like a mini skirt that I I just don't think anyone would wear that to graduation. Listen, I looked up the costume designer for this movie because I was like, there is no way. That this is a woman. It was not. It was a man. Yeah. <laughs> Maggie is always in these, like, super ugly mini- I guess it was 2005. She's always in these super ugly miniskirts. All of her pants are so low-rise, and then none of her shirts come down completely, so there's always, like, a sliver of of torso that's shown. I mean, I think that was the thing. But also, they put her in fucking long sleeves, and it's the middle of summer. Yeah, and she's always got, like, her, like, her lip gloss is so perfectly shiny all the time. And also, her hair- I don't it's know what so, they did to her hair. I don't know. It looks so bad. I'm so sorry to good. whoever did hair and makeup. I'm, you didn't have time. It's not your fault. No. Yeah. Really so no one on this movie cared about that. She skateboards over just in time when they call her name, which also, like, if you've been to a college graduation, that's not how it works. Like, you hand no. them the paper and then they read your name. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway. They don't know who you are. <laughs> she gets her diploma holding her fucking skateboard. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, like... I'm not saying that girls in real life don't skateboard, but I am saying that major- like 99% of the times in movies when girls do skateboard, it's to prove that they're not like other girls. Well, that's because this was written by men, so it right. is it's <laughs> trying to be like, she's not like other girls. She's yeah. sporty. Exactly. Um, so, uh, Maggie meets up with dad afterwards, and her brother's not there. He's at the racetrack. Yeah, they have to go meet him there. I don't know why he wasn't at his sister's college graduation. Yeah, they have to go meet him there, and dad's like, oh, sorry, I didn't think to, like, plan lunch or something. We'll get lunch at the racetrack. So they eat, like, hot dogs. Yeah. Um, they meet up with Sally, who's on Ray's, Ray is the brother, the publicity team. He's, like, a professional NASCAR driver, I guess. Yeah. Um, Maggie is watching Ray practice, and she's criticizing his technique whenever he spins out. And uh, after he spins out, he, like, leaves the car angry, and Maggie, like, tries to help him. She's like, oh, like, you need to slow down on your turns, but he's just upset. Mm-hmm. Um, so at home, Maggie is looking at all of, like, Grandpa's old racing trophies and stuff on the wall. Yeah, learn, there's three generations of racers in the family. Yeah, we learned mom's been dead for ten years, and... Yeah, because dad apologizes. He's like, oh yeah, sorry I didn't think to, like, do anything or get you anything for graduation. He's like, I guess I should have done that since your mom's been dead for ten years. <laughs> you know, just 
setting the scene. You know, just maybe I should be a caring parent. Yeah, and so he's like, you know what? We're gonna get you a gift tomorrow. We're gonna wake up early and go to the junkyard and buy you a car to use for a month because you're moving to New York in a month. And she's like, I don't think that's necessary. And he's like, you don't want me driving you around for a month. So. Okay. (laughs) Whatever. We also learned that the racing team has been on a losing streak. Yeah. uh, And sponsors are shaky. Yeah, Sally is one of the few sponsors that they have left. At Bass Pro Shop. Listen, I know that, like, NASCAR gets all of its money from advertising, but so did this movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, so the next day, the good Oh, Dad also places her diploma on the wall. Oh. And he's like, wow, look at that. Wow. He's not Owen Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so they go to the junkyard for the car, um... He- Her- I almost said Henry. <laughs> Herbie is all covered in dirt when he sees Maggie, and Herbie's like, that's it. That's my girl. That's my driver. I gotta get her to notice me. We love Herbie for being an equal opportunity uh, yeah. race car. He didn't, he didn't say no, that's a girl, especially for someone born in the 60s. Exactly. Good for him. <laughs> He's progressive. Um, so she admires this, like, beat-up stock car in the junkyard and, and imagines, like, winning a NASCAR race. A stock car is a race car. I yeah. didn't know what a stock <laughs> car was. <laughs> um, yeah, Herbie wants Maggie to pick him, especially since he's about to get crushed. He's literally, like, the machine is, like, grabbing him and, like, picking up, picking him up. Um, and so he eventually, the machine, like, uh, Maggie is about to go for this, like, old, I don't Nissan. know, Nissan or something. And that's when Herbie somehow makes the machine that's holding him fall directly on top of the car. Mm-hmm. So Maggie's just like, whatever, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the bug. Mm-hmm. Um, so Maggie gets behind Herbie's wheel and this letter falls out of the glove compartment. And it says, uh, whatever problem you're searching to solve, Herbie, Herbie will help you find the answer. And that's when Herbie immediately starts driving himself to a mechanic shop. So Maggie's like, what the fuck is going on? This car's driving itself. Yeah, so whenever she gets there, she almost runs this guy over. This guy's name is Kevin. Um, She, like, gets out of the car, and they recognize each other from high school. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, Maggie's like, "Uh, you know, I think I'm just going to take this car back to Crazy Dave's because, like, it's fucking crazy. And Kevin's just like, I'll help you build it, fix it up. That's fine. Kevin is, uh, has a crush on her, obviously. And has since high school, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Kevin also owns this car shop or whatever that they're at. Yeah. You know, like, they're, like, full-grown adults. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so Kevin is like, well, why don't we just take it for a ride really quick? And Maggie's like, okay, whatever. Uh, it's super bumpy because, again, she's not driving the car. Herbie's driving itself. And Kevin the whole time is just like... Hey, I thought you fucking knew how to race cars. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, it turns out Maggie was, like, a big part of the street racing scene in high school, and she keeps saying, like, no, like, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Uh, We don't know why, though. Mm -hmm. Um, So Kevin suggests going to a car show to pick up some parts for Herbie, and Maggie, who used to be, like, a regular there, is like, no, like, I left that world. Like, I I can't, I can't go there. Well, and she doesn't want to see anyone from high school again. Don't blame her. Seems like she hasn't been back much. Yeah, um... Even though it seems like she went to college in town. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Herbie starts driving himself to the car show. Maggie yeah. tries to, like, pull over and stop the car, uh, but somehow they still end up at the car show. Yeah, Maggie tries to tell this to Kevin, but he doesn't believe her. Yeah, he's just like, why are you driving like an idiot? So. Yeah, they're greeted by these, like, old, uh, like, racer buddies that they used to be friends with who Maggie hasn't seen in years. Um, Trip Murphy, who just won this, like, giant NASCAR race, arrives, and everyone, uh, applauds him for being there. 
Yeah, he announces that he's made a new video game and everyone in the crowd's going crazy. Maggie decides to leave with her skateboard because she's like, I'm not trying to drive Herbie again and like, I want to get out of here. But Herbie won't stop honking his horn. Uh, so Maggie goes to detach like the horn in the like, uh, whatever it's Shrunk. called. Yeah. The hood. <laughs> the hood, yes. And whenever she does that, Herbie, like, spills oil all over her shirt. And she's like, oh, no, what am I going to do? Uh, the trunk is also open, and that's whenever Kevin finds, like, the old racing suit. And so she's like, oh, let me change that into this. whoever drove Herbie first used to wear. Yeah, so instead of just, like, having oil on her shirt, which wouldn't be that weird. I, yeah, she I don't understand. She to change into a race <laughs> suit. And so as she does it, it's she's an like, ugly shirt too. <laughs> okay. as she does it, she gets into the backseat and she's like, hey, don't look, like cover me, don't look. And he's like, I wouldn't look. And Kevin keeps trying to use Herbie's fucking little uh, rear view mirror thing to spy on her while she's changing. And, and Herbie, Herbie does not allow that. Herbie respects women. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, 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 Kevin. We're not doing that. Um, so, somehow Herbie bumps Maggie into the helmet that was also there. Yeah, he, like, closes the door, and she, like, goes into the helmet. And it's a helmet, helmet with, like, a little shield, so, like, you can't see her face. Mm-hmm. Um, Trip starts insulting Herbie, um, and as Maggie and Kevin, like, get into the front seat and the passenger seat, and that's when Herbie drives himself over to Trip's car and basically keys it, but with his, like, side mirror. Yeah. Um, so the crowd calls for a race, because they all just saw what happened, and Tripper's like, yeah, okay, like, I'll crush a little 60s Volkswagen bug, I don't think it was a Volkswagen, (laughs) whatever, a bug. Yeah. And so, um, Herbie essentially, like, traps Maggie in the car, she's like, no, 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 like, I can't race, I can't race, I'm not doing this again. But he traps Maggie in the car and drives to the starting line, Kevin's already out. Um, so Herbie and Trip race with Maggie behind the wheel. Um, Maggie keeps trying to, like, stop and pull over, but whenever Trip like, hits them in the middle of the race, Maggie's like, hmm, okay, like, let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, like, again, no one can see her face in the helmet, so no one knows it's her behind the wheel. Um, but then, so then, like, they start driving together, and Herbie starts doing these crazy things, like, riding the guardrail and stuff like that. Uh, and they end up winning, and Trip is very, very angry. Yeah, the crowd crowd is going crazy because Trip is like the number one. Like he's just come off of a big win, and he just got beat by this little bug. Oh my god! Um, so at back at the car shop, Maggie tries to explain to Kevin again what happened that Herbie was driving, and Kevin's just like, "No, like you're just a good racer. Like, just why'd admit you, it. Why'd you quit? Yeah." Um, so Maggie walks in on Ray and Dad losing sponsorships at home because, again, like we said, they're keep losing. Mm-hmm. Um, Sally arrives at the house, uh, and, and she comes in to show a video of Herbie beating Trip, and Dad walks off angry. I need to know how she got this video because this is a news report and it's <laughs> like a VHS, so she must have been recording the sports news. Just well, she was, she was at home watching it and she's like, oh, gotta record this. Gotta, record, gotta put in a new tape. There you go. <laughs> she was ready. She's prepared. Fun fact about recording television shows with a tape. I made my mom record Paige's wedding, as in Paige, the host from TLC, they had a special on her wedding, and I made my mom record it so I could watch it later. I don't know who Paige is. Did you ever watch? Oh, on Trading Spaces. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. On TLC, on Trading Spaces. Trading Spaces on TLC. Yeah, I was like, a host for TLC? I don't know what you mean. Yeah, Paige from Trading Spaces. They had a special on her wedding, and I was like five years old, and I was like, I made my mom record it. <laughs> when I was in middle school, I was still recording things on, like, a VHS to watch later, because we didn't have, like, DVR yet. We didn't either. I don't remember. 
I feel like we recorded many episodes of American Idol. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so Sally comes in, she plays the video of the race. Um, Dad knows that that's Maggie's car that they just bought, and he gets angry because he assumes that she was racing. So it turns out, uh, Maggie once almost died, he mentions, whenever she was street racing, and she promised her dad she'd never race again. And that's why Dad sent her to college, to keep her away from the racing game. Even though it was still in town. I don't know. (laughs) Um, yeah, but Dad is so disappointed, and Maggie's like, you know what? Like, that wasn't even me. That was my friend. Uh, that was Kevin's friend who was driving. His name is Max. And, and Dad's like, oh, sorry for yelling at you. That, that Max, though, he's a good driver. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so we cut to Trip filming a commercial. Um, Larry, his brother, tells him to be nicer to sponsors and crew. We learned pretty early on that Trip is not a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still angry about losing and wants a rematch to Herbie, so he plans this two-day race event to, like, lure him out, basically, so that they can race yeah, again. Yeah, anyone can race in this. So, um, this two-day event happens in, like, two weeks. Did we learn nothing from Firefest, Guys, this can't happen. <laughs> I mean, it goes okay. Yeah, but anyway, Maggie arrives at Kevin's shop, and he's, like, already planning her next race, but she's like, no, 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 like, I promised my dad no. Mm -hmm. And that's when Herbie sees the ad in the paper that they already printed for this race. Yeah. um, And brings it to their attention. So Kevin convinces her, he's like, come on, like, it's just one race, like, what's it gonna hurt? You get $10,000, because Maggie's saying, like, oh, I need to get a part-time job, because I'm gonna be living in New York, it's gonna be very expensive. Yeah, for a month that she's gonna be here. Yeah, and so she's gonna try and save up some money, so they're like, oh yeah, let's get it and split it, because Kevin's like, oh, I can't keep paying the bills here, I'm behind, or whatever. Yeah, so. So, yeah, so we get, like, this little montage of both of them, like, fixing up Herbie, and bonding, and practicing racing. Um, so, we get a brief clip of Trip like, trying to am- analyze Herbie's model, because he can't believe that this old car beat his stock car. Mm-hmm. Um, at home, Maggie overhears Dad and Sally talking. Um, Bass Pro Shop wants to drop them, and Sally's trying to convince Dad that Ray, like, is not meant to be a racer. Well, like, yeah, and she's like, he doesn't even like racing, like, it's obvious, but Dad's like, just give us till the speedway, and if Ray doesn't win, then we'll close down shop, you won't even have to worry about dropping us. Yeah, so I guess Bass Pro Shop agrees. Yeah. Um, Maggie and Kevin arrive at Tripp's race, uh... Apparently, Tripp and Maggie are old friends, too. <laughs> well, because her family has been in the racing game. I feel like it's probably a small group of people. I don't know. Yeah. So he's like, oh, like, who are you signing up? And she's like, oh, I'm signing up Max. We are sponsoring him. Yeah, Tripp asked Maggie to meet Max, and he's like, uh, he's meditating, can't do it. Um, so we learned that, the yeah, the winner of today will trip face Trip tomorrow for $10,000. We get this race montage and Herbie and Maggie, or Herbie and Max, end up winning a whole race trip tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, trip is going through, like, photos from the day, and he sees a photo of Max, but then he sees Maggie's very obvious red hair, like, hanging out of the helmet. Mm-hmm. And um, he figures out that it's Maggie. Yeah. Uh, so, Herbie, there's, also, there's this stupid-ass side plot where Sally has a bug, too, and Herbie has a crush on it. Yeah, it's um, dumb. So, Herbie drives himself from one area of the lot to another to where Sally's car is, and Kevin notices that he got from one place by himself and sort of accepts now that Herbie has his own mind. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin gives Maggie this necklace, and they're about to kiss whenever Trip stops them. Uh, Kevin leaves, and Trip taunts Maggie about um, 
like knowing that like she wants to drive again, but not revealing that he knows that she's Max. Mm-hmm. Um, so he offers to let Maggie drive his stop car, stock car, and she accepts. I, as a child, always notice the sexual tension in the scene. Yeah, it's very awkward. <laughs> Trip is like older, obviously. We don't know how much older, but seems significantly older. But like, Maggie late is 20s. still also like an adult. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, she's not, an adult, but not like age appropriate. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's weird. Um, well, yeah, the whole like stopping them before they kiss, and every time he's like taunting her, it's like kind of a joke, but kind of not. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Maggie accepts to go drive the stock car, so she goes out at night and drives by herself while Trip inspects Herbie. Herbie does this thing where he, like, sprays grease and oil on him and, like, closes the hood on his head and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Maggie returns and- well, Trip starts beating Herbie with, like, a fucking wrench or something. Like a, a tire iron. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fine. It doesn't affect Herbie at all. There's no dents or anything. Yeah, I guess he's not strong enough. Yeah, Maggie drives back, and she's like, oh my god, that was, like, such a fun ride. Like, that was, like, driving nothing I've ever felt before. And so Herbie hears this and is immediately hurt. And so then Tripp's like, why don't we raise the stakes? How come, why don't, like, whoever wins tomorrow gets to keep both cars? (laughs) And Maggie's just like, okay. I mean, she's like, I believe in Herbie. This will be fine. But also, Herbie's like, oh no, she's gonna stock car and not want to race me anymore. Yeah, Herbie's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. (laughs) I thought we had a good thing going on. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so, Maggie's friend, who she's moving to New York with, uh, was supposed to be in Paris for a month, but she returns early, because she didn't like Paris, I don't blame her, um, to, so that they can head to New York early. Um, but Maggie's like, I I can't go to New York early, I got things to do. Mm -hmm. And her friend is like, oh, you're dating Max, aren't you? Uh, and Maggie's like, yeah, sure, whatever. (laughs) Um, so at the race, uh, Herbie is, uh, like, freaking out. He won't, like, do what he's supposed to, and Kevin doesn't know what's wrong. Um, so Maggie just basically, like, tells Herbie to get a grip. She's like, come on, like, I want that stock car. And Herbie does not respond well. Um, so Tripp and Maggie go to the starting line. Herbie is, uh, yeah, Herbie's starting out strong till Maggie's like, I want the stock car. And that's when Herbie hits the brakes and Tripp wins the race. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Maggie starts yelling at Herbie and Tripp comes out and basically is just like, come on, take off the helmet. And she does. And, uh, Tripp is just like, ah, yes, like, you're just an amateur who choked. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when Kevin learns about Maggie's bet uh, and that she lost Herbie, and so he gets angry with her. Yeah, because um, he was like, we could just go again, like, it'll be fine, whatever. But yeah, he's really mad that she did that. Yeah, Dad, who was watching, gets angry at her for lying to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so later, Maggie's friend, uh, Maggie's like, okay, like, let's go to New York. And she's just like, we've been friends for four years, and I barely know you. Like, you're a racer, you don't want to go to New York. <laughs> Yeah. What a great friend, honestly. Yeah, but also her friend is like, oh, just give up your safe and secure job and just start racing. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, well, that's also. <laughs> um, so Maggie goes to Tripp's garage to buy back Herbie, and it turns out he entered Herbie in a demolition derby. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the demolition derby, Maggie and friend go to the demolition derby. All the cars start crashing into Herbie, and then this, like, monster truck arrives this is like so sad it reminded me of like my dog because no one wanted herbie at the junkyard and then he's so sad he's so sad to get taken away buddy i'm so sorry i would never i love you so much uh and herbie's so sad in the demolition derby 
Um, but they arrive to get Herbie back, so Maggie, like, enters the pit with all these cars driving around, including this, like, giant-ass monster truck that's about to crush Herbie. Yeah, like, they tried to stop her earlier, and then she has her friend distract, like, the security guard so she can just run on and, like, possibly get killed. Yeah. Cool. Um, so this monster truck is about to run over Maggie, but Herbie is able to save her. Um, let's see, they drive their way through the pit and out, just leaving their friend there. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's fine. Uh, so they go back to Kevin's shop, he forgives her, and she's like, oh, I'm not going to New York, I'm gonna race. Um, uh, the next day, Ray is racing in, like, the qualifying race for NASCAR or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, but after he, he makes it, he finishes the crossing line, the, crosses the finish line, but afterwards he crashes. Uh, so everyone's at the hospital, and Ray has a temporary problem with his vision, and he can't race on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray still qualified, though, so, like, if they could send another driver, and they would still have a shot at this race. And be able to keep their sponsorship with Bass Pro Shop. Yeah, so Ray immediate, immediately is like, let Maggie drive, and everyone's like, that's a good idea. Maggie's a good driver. And Dad's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And he walks away. And so Maggie is, like, going to talk to Dad. She's like, hey, like, what's going on? And Dad's like... I can't lose you in a race. That's how I lost your mother, and you're the spinning image of her. No, it's not how he lost mom. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. <laughs> no, he's just like, you look like mom. You can't race. <laughs> yeah, I can't lose you, because I lost mom. <laughs> you look like her. Yeah, it turns out during the street race, uh, Maggie, like, crashed into a tree and almost died. And then from then on, Dad was like, you look like mom. You can't race anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, street racing is illegal, but, like, let her race on the track then. Right. <laughs> You look, you look like mom. Fuck Disney dads. <laughs> yeah, so back at the garage, Kevin tells- Like, it's fine if Ray dies. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it's the same. Sh- listen, if you want to hear really great discourse on this, watch our, listen to our motocross episode. That's one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done. Big fan. Check yeah. it out. <laughs> also, fuck all of the sons who get to play dangerous sports. <laughs> who cares if they die? <laughs> That's what the dads are like. Fuck them. Who cares? <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, Maggie and Herbie are at Kevin's garage, and Ray ends up bringing all the equipment and all of their, like, NASA crew to fix Herbie and get Maggie ready for the race, because Ray wants Maggie to race. Yeah, everyone agrees except for Dad, so they're like, fuck Dad, whatever. Yeah, so we get this little fixing montage before the race day the next day. Um, Tripp is angry that Herbie was going to race. He thought he got rid of him, Um, and all of these professional drivers start checking out Herbie, like, literally, like, I only know that these are professional drivers, because one year for Halloween, my brother went as Jeff Gordon, so I was like, that's Jeff Gordon. <laughs> I don't know who Jeff Gordon is, but I have heard the name Dale Earnhardt Jr., but is I that guess- the other one? Yeah, but I guess oh. this was, like, early in his career, because I'm pretty sure he's, like, really good. And yeah. they were And they were saying, like, oh, Tripp is gonna beat him, he's a rookie, or whatever, yeah. so, I don't know. I, I guess- Well, there was Dale Earnhardt Sr. He was also there. (laughs) He wasn't there in the movie, but he was there at NASCAR. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, listen, this is maybe an unpopular opinion. I don't understand NASCAR. What is the appeal of watching cars drive around a track really fast? They don't do anything. But then, like, it's sort of fun whenever they crash, but then, like, they could also die, so it's not that fun. But also, like, how do you win? Because, so, like, we get there whenever we start the race, but Tripp gets to start first because he has the highest points, and Herbie is last because he, like, hardly qualifies. At first, I thought it was, like, track whenever y'all start at different positions because, like, from the inside to the outside, but it's not like that. No, (laughs) and I, like, how many rounds do you go? There's, like, 500 in some of them. I don't understand. 500? And, like, okay, listen, 
we saw what was that one fucking movie like the last movie we saw in theaters the one oscar nominated uh ford versus ferrari yeah and that was good that was a good movie but like okay that th- that takes like overnight and you have to like switch out your driver because like they can't yeah. like what is what huh I Who decided know. this was a sport? <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. It's so fucking boring. You just drive it around. <laughs> so much. I do that every day. <laughs> Good for you. You get a medal. Good job. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, yeah. They make it more exciting in movies because they're like, oh, gotta get there, gotta, gotta win. Okay, if anything, I feel like the pit crew should be the ones who are like, that's what we should be watching. How right. are they doing that so fast? Wow. I didn't know what a pit crew was until I watched Cars for the first time. Um, I don't know. I just know that they're a pit crew, and they are cooler the than the driver. Is, is is nice <laughs> for racing. Yeah. You get Lightning McQueen, speed, I am speed, ciao. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's just my side ta- tangent on NASCAR. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I, I don't, don't get it. I don't know what's appealing. You know what you should, what sport you should watch? Just put on good old baseball. <laughs> watch some Cardinals baseball. <laughs> I'm a big fan. <laughs> Me and friend of the podcast, Abby. We like to text about the baseball games. That's it. <laughs> it's a fun time. I would not text her about NASCAR. No, she... like, what do you what do you text? How would you even text <laughs> oh, about? Oh, did you see that crash? Or the, like the one car passed the other one, oh and then what God. happened? The other car yeah. went behind the okay. other one. What do you even do? How long? How long do these races take? Like hours? I don't know. Sometimes I walk in on my parents watching NASCAR, and I don't know like where they're at. Because I usually make them change the channel because it's so boring. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like golf would be more interesting to watch than NASCAR. Sometimes it is. Truly. I also <laughs> walk in on my dad watching golf all the time. My mom used to watch, like, the bowling competitions. I would much rather watch that than NASCAR <laughs> any day. Sometimes they hit the ball and it gets really close to the hole. <laughs> Oh my god. Insane. <laughs> but, like, at least you're, like, watching something. Like, yeah, at least they're doing that. Like, they are, they did something. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't mean, I don't, think, I don't think anyone listening to this podcast is gonna, like, come after us and be like, NASCAR is the best! <laughs> if you are, what are you doing listening to this podcast? Yeah, Who are you? I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm not sorry. Explain it to us. Give a, Give us your best as to why we should watch NASCAR or care. Give us an elevator pitch. Come on. I had to do one in college. Let's hear it. <laughs> Not about NASCAR, about my career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's NASCAR. Sorry. Just anyway. I had to talk about that for a minute. Um, so Maggie and Herbie have a moment before the race, and Maggie's like, uh, to be real here, I did crash once. And Herbie's like, uh-oh. And she's like, but listen, it's fine. <laughs> um, Dad hears on TV that Maggie is going to be racing. And as Maggie comes out, all the women in the stands are like, yes, yes, girl. That's like sexism is solved. This movie solved sexism, guys. You know what? Danica Patrick, I know her name. I do. Mostly because of the GoDaddy commercials, though, which are not good. <laughs> oh, I knew her name before that, so... <laughs> we love women doing things. Yes. Yay. Intersectionality, though, we that's important. Yeah. <laughs> that's not mentioned at the same I don't know that there are a lot of people of color who want to get into NASCAR, but maybe there are. And you I know what? They deserve the option. They deserve the chance. The chance. To. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why, but if you want to do that, you you do you. Yes. <laughs> um. So the race begins. Herbie starts in last, but he starts passing each car one by one. Yeah, okay. That's what I was saying. So Tripp starts first because he has, like, the highest score. Herbie is in last. I don't understand why or how that works. Especially but... since 
Is this, like, based on the team? Because, like, Maggie hasn't raced at all this whole season. <laughs> well, yeah, because Ray, like, hardly qualified. So I guess that's why he's, like, last. I, I, I really don't get it. I also don't get, like, how they pull off to the side. And, like, I, I don't get any of it. Like, whenever they go to the pit crew? Yeah. Like, the, the, the timer's still going. Yeah. Because sometimes they're just, like, talking. Yeah, they have and to go super, super fast. I know, but sometimes they're just, like, sitting there talking. I'm like, go, what are you doing? <laughs> well, that's just movies, I think. <laughs> go! <laughs> um... Yeah, so throughout the race, Herbie gets, like, boxed in by these four cars. Um, Dad has been, like, watching the whole time, and he eventually, like, starts cheering Maggie on. He's like, oh, yeah, like, I'm for this now. Yeah. So Maggie starts to lose faith, but then Dad appears, like, over her headset, and he's like, you got this. He believes in her now. So in order to get out of, like, being boxed in, Herbie just, like, drives over the car in front of him. Um... Herbie starts leaking oil from that, so the crew takes the oil thing from Sally's car. Um, it doesn't fit perfectly, but it'll have to hold on, and Maggie really has to avoid getting slammed around. Yeah, and so Maggie is like, okay, I'm, I'm just not gonna do the last lap. Like, it's not worth it. I don't want to kill Herbie. But Herbie's like, we're going. Like, uh, fuck that! Like, yeah. come on! <laughs> yeah. Um, so Herbie ends up getting slammed, slammed a little bit more. Um, she, they're in second, and Trip is in first. And Tripp becomes more focused on beating Herbie than winning the race. Well, he can tell that Herbie's, like, not doing well, and he's like, one good hit and Herbie will be dead, and that's what he, yeah, like, cares Yeah, so they're sort of, about. like, side by side. Tripp keeps, like, going over to try and hit Herbie against the wall. But the last time, Herbie and Maggie step on the brakes so that Tripp goes straight into the wall, and they're able to swerve around and come in first. Um... So Maggie is now, oh, he, he also, like, scales the fence and goes upside down in order to get around Tripp's crash. Yeah, and everyone's defies like, defies the laws of gravity. Whoa, look at that! <laughs> so Maggie becomes the first woman to win whatever race this is. Mm -hmm. Everyone comes out and greets her. Um, we learned that Ray faked his vision problem so that Maggie could win. Mm -hmm. um, Tripp keeps insisting that Herbie is alive, he has a mind of its own, so he's taken away in an ambulance. Um, Kevin and Maggie kiss, and that's basically the end of the movie. Yeah, everyone cheers. Woohoo! Yay. At the very end, we have a scene of Her of Herbie and Sally's car going on a date. Haha. -ha. I always thought that they were gonna, like, say something about Dad and Sally having yeah. a thing. But they never did. They never do. It's heavily implied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because Sally's just sitting inside, like, oh, they're just hanging out. Like, why is she so, so good of friends with the family trying to keep their Bass Pro sponsorship? Yeah. I like to say there's nine minutes of credits for this movie because we get to the like the beginning of the race scene and there were 22 minutes left and I was like what are we gonna do for 22 minutes? I didn't even notice. I knew we were almost over. Yeah 22 minutes but yeah there's there were parts during nine that minutes last of credits. race whenever I just started like skipping through because I think like the they did like the pit crew scene in slow motion Well, and okay. I just started skipping through it I'm like Ugh. They have these ridiculous things where like Herbie like drives on top of another car yeah. Cool. That's cool. Uh, uh, the first thing Herbie is does that even is like, like legal <laughs> attach to another person's car and then yeah. like spin out that car so it can go forward. I don't know. I skipped through a lot of things because I didn't care. Yeah. I'm sure. I don't. I don't know who this movie was for because I feel like actual NASCAR fans would be like, "This isn't NASCAR. This is offensive." Um, in Parks and Rec, this is one of three movies that Ron Swanson has ever seen in his life. Hmm. I don't remember what the first two are, but he's it's something like, all's quiet on the Western Front. All, something about the platoon, all, of, I don't know what it is. And then he goes, and Herbie fully loaded, because Diane's kids like Herbie fully loaded. <laughs> See, that makes sense, but 
Also, not really. I don't think her kids would like her be fully loaded. I don't think they would either. They're very into princesses. Yeah. I don't think they would like this movie. And again, as Lindsay Lohan's biggest fan, right. this movie doesn't make you... If you don't love this movie because of her, then it, yeah, it's, it's not going to work. I, like I said, not even Lindsay could save this movie. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I had a thought, but then I forgot it. I don't remember what it was. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a... Uh, rating for this movie yeah i gave it a two and a half out of five <laughs> a very half movie <laughs> yeah i gave it a two out of five but listen i thought i was gonna give it like a one out of five so it wasn't the worst thing oh, I've i remember ever what i was gonna say there can be good racing movies like i very much enjoyed ford versus ferrari and i didn't think i was going to i thought it was okay <laughs> i didn't love it however whenever we were in theaters and they were racing the person next to me was like like, patting on her leg, like, come on, come on, go, go, go. And I'm like, ma'am, it's a movie. Like, that's not going to help anything. <laughs> Whatever happens is already scripted. It's, it's a historical movie, technically, too. Yeah. It was But okay. I did not feel that with this movie. Maybe because I already saw it. <laughs> yeah. The stakes weren't as high for this one, either, so. No. And like I said, there's a difference about having a kid's movie and the star is post-college. Even if it is Lindsay. Like, I know what they were trying to do, mm -hmm. but it didn't, it didn't click. Like, they could have just as easily, she could have been graduating high school and then deciding between going to college or, like, yeah. doing this. Yeah. Which, I mean, even then, like, as a kid, it's still, like, high school is, like, a long time away, but that would have made a lot more sense than, like, graduated to college. Like, she's And then, 22. like, moved to New York. Yeah. I don't even know where they, somewhere in California, probably. There's yeah. a desert. <laughs> so. That's her be fully loaded. Two out of five for me. Two and a half out of five for Elizabeth. Next week, though, we're watching The Parent Trap. Yes! I am so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. I have a lot to talk about. There's so much to say. Oh my, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be so busy these next two weeks, I don't know when I'm gonna have time. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, like, have to schedule it in. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be good. Okay, goodbye. Bye.